What's up, Hobby? Wanted to jump on really quick, kind of do a, an episode here. It's in that awkward time of holiday between Christmas and New Year where, you know, you're done with the holiday cheer, you haven't got to New Year's Eve yet, and every day kind of feels like a Sunday. <laughs> I don't exactly know what day of the week it is. Um, and I definitely have eaten way too much cheese. That's kind of, you know, the the intro for me here. You know, 2023 is winding down. 2024 is, uh, you know, on its way over. And, and uh, you know, with it brings probably for the first week full gyms with people working on their New Year's resolutions, at least for the first week of the year. I can tell you this will be a fun episode. A couple minutes, I promise I'll keep it short, even though my poem a lot of people like that. Didn't really get a lot of views on YouTube, I guess, because I posted the whole thing on Instagram. People didn't have to come over. There was a little more to the episode, though. So for those of you who uh, you know who, who watched it on YouTube, you got the benefit of the whole thing. Uh, I only say you know it's an interesting time because you may, may hear Ian in the background. He's playing some video game with friends. He's got headphones on. He's, he's turning into a little gamer here. It's on a Nintendo Switch, and uh, so you may hear him yell something. Who knows? But uh, you got that. My daughter just celebrated a delayed uh, a delayed holiday with her uh, her boyfriend. I guess I'm allowed to call him that. Uh, and he he gave her some nice gifts, so she's kind of floating around the house. So it's fun over here, but it's it's not it's not fun for everybody in the hobby. And it, it's funny. I I went on Instagram today. You'll say, "Will 2024 be better?" And will you be here to see it? Is my my title. I went on Instagram today to you know to check out people's. Um, you know, your holiday trees. I'm still waiting for somebody to make a holiday card menorah, you know, with like eight cards on it and that kind of stuff. That'll be fun to, to see if, if somebody builds one of those. But everybody's got their card trees up, you know, uh, people have them up for Christmas. People put them up. I made mine. It had a special uh, tree topper, Darren Ravel autograph on top, you know, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Ken Griffey, Shaq, some good stuff. And then Darren Ravel up on top. What do you want to say hello? Hi. All right. There you go. Have fun with your friends, Frankenstein. So, um, but it's funny. I went on to, you know, some stories and stuff and, and all today, so this is all in the last, I don't know, 12 hours or so. I I'm looking at it. It, it runs the gamut. So I'm going to, I'm going to read some stuff, right? So ready for this one. Here you go. I'll show this. See that hate to be a Debbie downer, but I'm closing up shop. Until one five, breaks aren't filling. Stories getting no views, no likes on posts, insanely defeating. Now, I'm sure this person posting this is not the only person who feels this way, and maybe it's just one of those things where coming on in that you know break here, where folks are just kind of zombies walking around their house, you know, eating and drinking and you know getting rid of leftovers, and uh, maybe now's not the time for breaks. Who knows um maybe maybe you know you kind of expect breaks not to be filled or maybe it's just that um it's not as easy to do this anymore you know fanatics has their favored breakers it would appear um and it's not as easy to get product and even if you're able to get product it's not as easy to just go on and say hey i got this hobby box of hoops let's fill a break at significantly more money than what it cost and you know just expect to make money um, it's funny because I, I went into that person's account and scrolled down and, you know, it wouldn't surprise anybody that they started breaking, you know, right after COVID, you know, it's, it's somebody who, you know, 
has built up a nice uh, account for themselves. And what's funny is about a year, year and a half into the mission, after they were probably making some money doing this and, and stuff, they they, um, they had a, um, a post about people messaging them about their success. How do I become a big breaker like you? It's, it says, I've been getting a lot of people coming to ask me for advice. I think I can summarize it with these three points. Um, you ready for this? And I'll show you the post. It says, uh, if you're only in this for the get rich quick, you're going to be proven wrong pretty quickly. Don't know. You're not going to start out and be one of these big or famous breakers. Taking people years to get their reputation following. If you're not patient, it won't happen. And be kind. It's simple. Provide great customer services, 90% of the business of any kind. So basically, the three, which was a post from them from a, 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 an earlier time, was don't do this for a quick buck. Patience, 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 and be kind. And it had me thinking, that's a very different message than I hate to be the Debbie Downer. I'm closing up shop basically for two weeks. Breaks aren't filling. Stories getting no views. No likes on posts. Insanely defeating. Well, it's funny how the folks who are giving advice are now not taking their own advice when the going doesn't appear to be as good for them. And I... I think that's an interesting thing to kind of, you know, peel back the layers of for a minute, right? It's, it's, uh, this one particular person, they are not, I'm not singling this person out because this is one of probably dozens of people doing the same thing. There are podcasts that have come and gone. There are breakers that have come and gone. You know, there are influencers who have come and gone. If anybody knows where Sasha T is, please tell him I said, hello. I miss that guy. Always liked him. He's just one name. Right. I mean, you can probably if we wanted to right now as a year end, we could probably have fun and do sort of like a list of 100 things that were here when the hobby was good. That as we start 2024 are not people placing things. Right. You're talking about card stores, people who were opening second shops, people who had second shops that had to close them. Influencers who had big time names and big time followings and, you know, news pages and podcasts and um, you know, influencers and shows. And I mean, just so much stuff that just wasn't there. And, and you know, it, it was there for a minute and now it's gone in 2024. Man, this hat's itchy, but I'm leaving it on. It's a holiday episode. Um, <laughs> I got to say a hat on for those of you guys just listening. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it, this one really hit me, right? Because of course I did that little bit of digging and it's like, you know, I want to reach out to this person and be like, listen, Go back to when you were giving advice to people when it wasn't as easy for them as it was for you. And you were trying to tell them they got to just, you know, bear with it. They got to, you know, realize it's not something that's just easy and quick buck and blah, blah, blah. Um, and what's amazing about it is as I was thinking about this, right, and I'm thinking about the amount of people who have left the space, the amount of people who are gone, I'm scrolling through and I, you know, I saw a couple of trees. There's some awesome trees and cards and out there and you know you got p ryan posting his baby powder you know that's <laughs> i gotta tell you i go to disney and yeah uh i use the baby powder myself but it was just funny to see it kind of posted out there but then you get the, you know here's another one just a different person due to unforeseen circumstances i'll be selling off most of my inventory please no low balls thank you not the first one of those that i've seen either 
right? And it's very interesting to see, right? Because it goes, you take it in a million different ways, right? Another person who, you know, was here, built up a collection. The inventory is, you know, stuff you'd expect to see someone post that posts a, a story like that. It's someone who came in when the going was good. I'll find it, but man, I remember I was doing an episode with Andrew once and he was just getting defeated by the whole thing. You know, he was, it was no longer easy to kind of buy on PWCC and then go sell it on whatnot. It was no easy to just buy something at the beginning of the month, get it in hand, and by the end of the month, sell it for a 20, 30, 40, 50 or more percent profit. And I remember I have a, it's on the page. I'll find it, but we clipped it where I was, you know, there'll come a time where it, the money is not as easy. And I think I said the millennials. I think I, or I painted with, you know, too broad of a stroke. So the millennials will all just up and vanish. And um, it's um, it's sort of happening, right? And I guess the, the questions become one. You listening to this, are you going to be here still? You know, are you going to stay here? And it's sad because I'll, I'll read one of the DMs that I got today. These are, I love coming on here. I love the hobby. I should do more because I'm literally just showing you everything that is today. Someone I talk to all the time sent me yesterday a bunch of pictures of a um, a low-grade first edition Charizard card. And I asked if it was for PC and, you know, what the story was. And he, he messaged me today, maybe an hour ago, going to pass on it. I was looking at another one, authenticity guaranteed compared to the PSA barcode, and it looks different. It looks like maybe there's a problem with the slab. The fake cards card cleaning, and all that other stuff really puts me off cards altogether. Sent me some pictures of the PSA slabs, the different barcodes and whatnot. That's another little interesting thing. I mean, a lot of fraud. A lot of fake stuff out there. It's not just in the hobby space, man. You know, it's it's holiday week, right? We uh, I went to CVS to buy gift cards, you know, the lazy person's gift. And, um, you know, the, the folks were telling me there, be careful with the gift cards you buy because there's a huge scam where people go in and they basically, they unseal the Amazon gift card. Let's just use Amazon. And they cut the bottom of the card off that has the code, right? And then they put that card back in with the barcode on it, seal it back up. You go, you scan it in, right? You purchase it. You've now paid your $100 for it. They have the code already uploaded. And when you activate it, they have your $100. You go give it to someone, and they're going to try to log in, and it says already been used. It's a crazy scam. People they said there's another one doing it, the whole deal. So, I mean, you know, this message that I got about, quote, fake cards and card cleaning and, you know, all that other stuff, fake slabs, it's not unique to the hobby per se, but it's just another thing that gets thrown in there that, you know, this is supposed to be sort of an escape, supposed to be sort of something fun. Um, you know, is it? And a lot of the people who came here during COVID, um, you know, during a time where there was some craziness going on and people were really searching for nostalgia, you might overlook some stuff like that. Now there's no need to. Now people can spend their money on a cruise. People can go to Las Vegas. People can go have some fun. Hell, there's a lot easier to sports bet now, you know. No, if that's the kind of action you want, uh, a lot of states have opened that up, New York included, since you know, since this card boom. 
Um, I saw an article about ESPN bets just really, you know, raking in the cash. Um, it's an interesting thing. It really is just, uh, you know, fun to look at. And, and the last one I saw today, I'll throw it out there. Um, this is a Pokemon guy. It's long, you know, lengthier here. It says about a dozen people over the last couple of weeks have claimed cards from my IG sales, asked for payment info, and then have completely ghosted. Every one of those people will be blocked by the end of the day today. One of the worst offenses you can do to any seller in this hobby is waste someone's time. Don't be that person or else. All right. So this is partly about the person posting it, right? Because this is obviously somebody who's, you know, liquidating. It's someone who's been around for a while. Um, but the more important thing is what the post is about. This happens also, right? Selling is, a, you know, there are people who can scam, but, you know, the buy I am too, right? I mean, you see more shield bidding, you see more, you know, nonsense going on on eBay, you see more stuff like this, where previously it was easy, you put your card up, somebody says, it's mine, and says, I'm gonna pay for it, and they pay, they don't disappear, they don't ghost, they don't, you know, they don't run away, but, you know, different market, different fun, um, and it gets me thinking, you know, um, fanatics coming in, spending all this money, what's it gonna look like? Um, you know, I saw a poach, uh, a post, a poach. I saw a post about, um, you know, it was like boycott tops kind of deal. It was one of these things about the short prints, the super short prints. Um, you know, we've seen posts about petitions. We've seen all, all kinds of posts. Like, I, I don't really think, you know, tops and fanatics is even going to respond to any of that stuff, nor should they. Um, you know, and, and I'll tell you why, right? We're a fickle bunch. <laughs> And the way you vote is with your money. And a lot of these people are basically saying the hobby is not a place that they're going to spend their money anymore. You read that right through the stuff that I sent you. So fanatics can't worry about, you know, winning a popularity contest. And, and I thought about this today. I'm wondering what you think about this as well, right? Because I go to my LCS and his biggest problem with fanatics is that he's being squeezed. Now let's peel this back, right? And I say, what do you mean you're being squeezed? What does that even mean? He says, well, they're raising the prices on me and giving me less okay so let's expand it from just my lcs to you know to distributors and breakers and people who got allocations right and throw panini in as well but fanatics they're allegedly doing it a different way right so so rip and wax posted that thing with the you know suggested retail price right you know hey you buy it at this price. We suggest you sell it at this price. Obviously, no one is selling it at that price. They're selling it for higher. Distributors get it. They sell it for a little higher. Breakers get it. They sell for a little higher. And basically, what happens is Panini sends it out. They get a price. And there's a bunch of fluff, a bunch of middle market that gets put into it where it's like, all right, you know, the uh, the distributors, the middlemen, the breakers, everybody, they're marking it up. They're making the money. The end consumer is paying more for it, all right? So what Fanatics is doing is instead trying to figure out what the market is actually going to pay for it. Now, it's smart for them, I think, right? They're, gonna, they're, they're not going to leave that money on the table. Panini's just charging and letting somebody else upcharge. Fanatics is saying, we're going to figure out what that breaking point is here where that middleman is not making enough money to be there. And maybe there's some savings there. Maybe the middleman leaves because they're not making enough. And maybe the end consumer gets it a little bit cheaper. And it's funny, too, because um, I was wondering what the better way of doing it is, right? One of the one of the companies I, I'm 
I'm looking to buy stock in. It just had a little bit of a of a rundown uh, last week from uh, from earnings. Um, the earnings were good, but the guidance going forward and they're cutting some jobs was Nike. And you know, Nike, it's a crazy company, right? Everybody loves Jordan. Everybody buys his shoes. My son got a pair of Jordan 4s from Santa Claus. They're pretty sweet. Black ones. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's a company that basically prints money. But today there was a release of the last shoe of the year. It's Kobe's. They're like all black Kobe's protos. And um, they're released through the Sneakers app, S-N-K-R-S. And it's done through like a raffle. Right. And I guess that's, I mean, it's sort of a middle ground, right? Between Panini and Fanatics. What they're doing is they're, they're, they're keeping the price low, but instead of just giving it to a store, stores get them, they are allowing you to get it direct from them through a raffle. And some people posted that they got it. And most people posted, I, I struck out again. I got an L. I didn't get a pair. Looks like I'm going to have to go online now and buy him on StockX or buy him on Goat or buy him at some other reseller for three or four times the price that they were on the drop. Okay. So people complaining like crazy. I never get it. Now I'm going to have to pay too much. Now the resellers are going to be the one that make the money, you name it. But at least in this one, there was a certain segment of people that were able to get it for the same price as like an LCS gets it for. You know? Fanatics is taking it to the next level. The LCS isn't even getting it. They're just releasing it to the to the public. Here you go. Here's here's the here's the price. Here's what we're gonna charge. And we're gonna continue to charge, charge, charge. Um, I'm curious to see how that plays out in 2024. I'm wondering, you know, how that's going to go. Is it going to be, you know, breakers get a certain price? Their, you know, their allocation guys get a certain price. Is it going to be all direct to consumer? You know, are they going to do a, a raffle type thing also, like sneakers? Because here I am thinking, you know, I'm going to buy stock. You know, maybe Nike would be better off realizing that they're they're losing a lot of money. They're leaving a lot of money on the table, a la Panini. Because when they release these shoes, immediately, you know, middlemen, secondary sellers are marking them up two, three, five X the price and are getting it. That's the next phase for the hobby here. I'm curious to see how Fanatics does it. I'm curious to see what they're going to do and how that potentially alienates collectors. But the interesting thing is, if you kind of read through IG, a lot of these collectors... A lot of these hobby participants, they might not be here anyway. It's going to be interesting to see. I'll be here next year, not, not with this hat on. This hat probably has another day or two. Um, but, yeah, man, this it's fun stuff. I love it. I love watching this stuff. I love you know kind of going through it all. I'll tell you where my brain is. Every once in a while, I read through my DMs, and I get a lot of them. And if you're sitting there in a hobby with nothing to do, and you don't know what day of the week is, send me a DM. We'll chat. We'll have a fun conversation. I, I currently don't have any unread ones. Because I get them, I fire off response. If it's easy as like, hey, what do you think of this Charizard? Or hey, let's talk about the hobby. Or hey, I'm thinking about getting out of the hobby. And I've gotten a lot of those. And that's kind of where my brain is now. <laughs> do that hobby audit. Do it at the end of the year. It's cathartic. Do that audit of your collection, that PC audit that we talked about six months ago. It's a good time to do it. You probably have some free time to do it too. 
go through your collection. Go through your stuff. See if there's anything there you can grade. I think the current PSA special, uh, $13.99 for TCG cards. You open up some Lorcana, find some foil cards and send them off. You know, go ahead and and, and grade some cards. You know, I think SGC has a special. I think Beckett has a special. I think, you know, there's pretty much specials all over the place. Um, and go through that collection. See if the cards still speak to you the way they did when you bought them. If they didn't, if they don't, sell them. Buy something that's going to make you happier. It doesn't mean buy something expensive. It doesn't mean buy something that's crazy priced. And that's, by the way, where my brain is. I will tell you in 2022, 2023, a lot of consolidation. Consolidation. Everybody color up. Everybody take your silvers and, and go out there and get yourself a, uh, a, a color match parallel, a numbered parallel. It was, hey, if you got the your Zion silver prism rookie, trade in two or three of those, add some money and get the Zion blue, Luca blue. You know, go get yourself a gold of LeBron. What's funny is I made my tree, and the cards I like the most are not the ones that cost me the most. I'll say it again. I made my Christmas tree, and the cards that I like the most are not the ones that cost me the most. And I'm not talking about my, my 33 Gaudis that I paid hundreds of dollars for, and they're worth thousands of dollars now because I've held them for 20-something years. That's a great story in and of itself. And I think if you buy the right stuff now and are willing to hold it for 20 years, you will do fine as well. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about my Billy Ripken, you know, curse, bat, error <laughs> in PSA 10. I'm talking about my, you know, my Griffey upper deck, my my Shaq upper deck rookie card. I'm talking about, you know, my Don Mattingly 84 Domrus. I'm talking about those kind of cards. My Ted Williams, which, you know, was not cheap, but it was a lot cheaper than it is now. Because I didn't have to go out there and buy an eight. I bought a, a really nicely centered five. I look at that and think to myself, that was a smart buy because it's cool looking. Everybody looks at it and says, wow, what a great looking, you know, Ted Williams rookie, you know, you know, better centering than I've seen on, you know, some eights. Those are fun. A Will Chamberlain that I bought, that's a one and a half. And I paid, I probably paid two, two and a half money for it. But man, is it a nice looking centered card? Like, those are fun. I may even think about trimming some of the higher end cards that I have, and I'll, and and instead it's like I would call it reverse consolidation. Who the hell knows? I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind again next year. But maybe take a twenty or thirty thousand dollar card, sell it, and buy ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five nicer cards. You know, like you know, little cards that I think are cool and have the ability to appreciate, and are cards that I've always wanted to have in my collection. You know, 83 tops Boggs PSA 10 or, you know, uh, 83 Ryan Sandberg PSA 10. You know, rookies, rookies, you know, for guys who I grew up watching. Anyway, it's kind of where my brain is now. I don't know. I'll keep you guys posted on that, you know, as, as it goes along. But lots of fun stuff, lots of cool things I, I pulled off of, of IG myself today. Made a whole episode out of it. Hope you guys are having fun. Try to sneak in at least one more of these before uh, before New Year. I got a a fun one that I might throw out there tomorrow. Talk to you guys soon.